the other person can have, let's say, a red mark or a scratch. Hey, everybody. Good afternoon. This is David Kohlmeyer, The Problem Solver. Thanks so much for joining. Whether you're listening on audio or video, thanks for joining every single week. Thursdays at 4.30 is The Problem Solver Show and Podcast, where we're solving problems, whether a small problem or a large problem. I'm here to help out the community. Every single week, I'm bringing great people on the show to talk about how they're solving problems, how they're helping me solve problems, and how they're making a difference in Clark County. Today, I have an unbelievable topic that most people don't know about. We're talking about wheelchairs. And today we have Nevada Wheelchair Foundation uh, here today to talk about their nonprofit and what they're doing. So I want to go around the room real quickly and just kind of introduce everybody so everybody can know who everybody is. So again, thanks for coming today. Today, uh, to my left, first of all, is Leticia Lopez, who's my co-host. And she uh, was also the director of client relations for the Las Vegas Legal Net Network. And then we have to her left, basically, with John Williams, who's the president of Nevada Wheelchair Foundation. Thanks, John, for joining today, especially last minute. Yeah, thank you. And then we also have uh, Brock Frazier, who's a volunteer for the Nevada Wheelchair Foundation and also a member of the Member Rotary Club of Las Vegas. So thanks for, much, uh, for joining today. You know, this topic to me is a big deal because people that get disabled in general, you know, they don't, people don't know where to go, especially if they don't have any money. Exactly. Economic times are kind of crazy right now in general. And um, I know there's some law firms that you work with that are helping raise money and buying wheelchairs and really making a difference. So I wanted to bring you guys on the show to talk about all this good stuff that you guys are working on. Awesome. Thank you very much. So, John, tell us a little bit about Nevada Wheelchair Foundation. How long has it been around? How did it get started? We started back in 2002. My brother... Uh, he was the owner of the uh, auto collections at the Imperial Palace. Oh, really? All the classic cars up there. And he came up to me one day and said, John, I got a new job for you. And I said, what's this? And he goes, you're the director of the Nevada Wheelchair Foundation. And I said, what, what does that mean? He said, you're going to have 10,000 wheelchairs. And you're going to give them out to people that can't afford them. I said, how am I going to do that? And he goes, figure it out. You're the director. So make a long story short, with Governor Gwynn's help, Senator Reed, John Ensign, and uh, Mr. Gibbons, we started the Wheelchair Foundation. And uh, four months later, I had about five, 600 out already. And uh, my brother is one of the sole sponsors. We do have uh, Rick Harris Law Firm. Rick Harris is, is helping us up right now. And, uh, and our goal is 10,000 more. So it'll be 20,000 wheelchairs. So quick question, how many years have you been doing this? Since 2002, we went to 2007. We took about five years off. Okay. And then we started about two years ago again. And okay. we've done about 900 wheelchairs so far. So 900 wheelchairs have been given out? Given out. Okay. So the goal is what, to get 20,000 wheelchairs? 10,000 more. So that would make it 20,000 okay. in 20 years. So we need 10,000 more wheelchairs. Yep. We so the, 10, the goal is to get 10,000 wheelchairs to basically disperse, and is it just local here in no, Clark County? No, state of Nevada. The whole state. Okay, great. Yes. Okay. Um, Brock, you are, are a member of the Rotary, Rotary Club of Las Vegas, which I think I went many years ago. There was one in Henderson. Where is your location? Is there For the Rotary Club, just recap about the Rotary Club. Sure. We, uh, we're the oldest uh, Rotary Club in Las Vegas, founded in 1923, so we're coming up on our 100th anniversary. Uh, we meet every Thursday at noon at Lowry's the Prime Rib. 
and our relationship with the uh, Wheelchair Foundation goes back to the original days, back uh, to 2002, when we helped, we financed yeah. uh, $100 and... Yeah, about $22,000 worth, about 140 wheelchairs. About 140 wheelchairs. And we uh, d helped disperse them at that time. And then uh, now we've partnered up again, and there's, as John calls us, the A-Team. And uh, we deliver them all over Clark County, well, actually outside of Clark yes. County as well. So in regards to the Rotary Club, are there different parts, like the one in Henderson? I think it went a long time ago. was the Fiesta. Right. There are, there are How many groups are there? What are there? About 15 clubs yeah, in 15. town? Okay. Um, as I said, we are the oldest and okay. by far the largest of the clubs with uh, around 150 members. Um, but there are multiple clubs, smaller clubs, um, usually 25 to 40 or 45. So you, you're the largest club in Vegas? Yeah. And the oldest, correct. And, and you guys are always meeting around steak. At Lowry's, always guys having steak, right? <laughs> or prime rib. I wish. That's the way to get people there. That's why you have so many large people is that you have given out steak every day. <laughs> at the Fiesta, I don't know if there was like the whole steak thing was going on over there. No. I think it was I, at the buffet. We're, we're into prime rib. Prime rib. Yeah. Is it a luncheon every time you do it? Every, every Thursday at noon. Thursdays at noon. I like that. Yep. I need something Thursdays at noon, so there we go. <laughs> uh, probably a nice group of people um, working together. The real quick of the mission of the member of the, of the Rotary Club, because I know it's all over the place. What I love about the Rotary Club even back in my hometown, New York City, when you drive into every community, there's always the Rotary Club uh, logo, like right before you drive into the community, you know, show, showcasing that chapter, right? Exactly. And there's also, it's all over, it's international, right? Like you yep. go to China, there's a Rotary Club, right? Everywhere. Everywhere. There are a million, 300,000 members worldwide. Uh, I forget how many actual clubs, but, but worldwide doing good charitable work. Yeah. Wheelchairs too. So, wheelchairs. so do you, you? I mean, I know it's, it's a long time ago. Did you know how you got started with the Nevada Wheelchair Foundation? It was just a nonprofit you were supporting. Do you remember that, or not really? Yeah, Jim it start, yeah, it started off because the Rotary is a big supporter of the Wheelchair Foundation worldwide. Okay, we've gave out 1.4 million wheelchairs worldwide. Wow! And my brother wanted to do Nevada only, where we work and live, so we concentrate in Nevada. But that's how the Rotary found out they already had a connection with the Wheelchair Foundation. Okay. And then when they heard that we had the Nevada Wheelchair Foundation, Jim Hunt, Brock, they all got together, and that was it. Okay, great. What, um, so tell me, okay, so first thing, so I know that you mentioned Richard Harris Law Firm. Sure. So I noticed, uh, I was over at Richard Harris Law Firm the other day when I was passing through, and I noticed here uh, one of the magazines that are going out, I think, with, uh, to all of his clients, I know Richard Harris has been around for 40 years, uh, Lending a Hand, Nevada Wheelchair Foundation, there's an article showing some, tell us a little bit about this situation um, in regards to, what were there, 300 wheelchairs? Yes, we had uh, Rick Harris bought 300 wheelchairs and he wanted a distribution day so october 1st we gather i think there's about 80 to 90 right there okay and uh and uh we gave out about 80 or 90 actually we almost so that day at richard's law from they gave out about 80 or 90 80 wheelchairs and uh richard we're going to have another one probably in about two months okay. at the same location. I think, what is it, 834th Street. South, okay. South 4th Street. South 4th. Is there another event already set up? We're working on it right okay. now. When there's a future date, let me know so we can basically help out oh, and try to promote it as well. thank you so much. Thank you. What, um, so how did this come about in regards to 
How did he come up with 300? Did he just pick a number, Richard one Harris? Con- one container holds 280 wheelchairs. Okay, one container. Yeah, and they come in different sizes. So if we get the, like 20 inch wheelchairs or whatever, sometimes we can only get 250 or 260. Okay. We mix them up with different sizes and uh, it comes out about 280. And uh, we say 300 just to round it off. So the 280 that comes in the container, where is it coming from? Is it China? China. And, it's a, and we actually have about 700 floating out in Long Beach right now. They've been sitting out there for about a month. <laughs> so we're, we're waiting for them to come in, too. It's crazy times, I mean. Oh, my God. And Richard um, Harris basically financed one container. Container wheelchairs, yes. And he did promise us if we get low, he's going to buy some more. He's in for the long haul. I like that. And no, he's doing it from his heart, not for anything else. Yeah, you know, definitely. I mean, he's been around for 40 years, definitely in the community. He always wants to help out doing these nonprofit events and, and community outreach programs. I'm just curious. Um, I was just thinking of some challenge that is like lawyer challenge. Uh, I'm sure Rick will probably, you know, follow the challenge. What does it cost approximately to do about, you know, the 280 wheelchairs? I mean, what's, the, what's the price tag on that? Like if I say, hey, you know what, I want to I do, donate 280 wheelchairs. Okay, that's that question. If you were to ask that question five months ago, 42000 42000 Right now, shipping went up from 3000 to 20000 Wow. Wheelchairs went up 30%. So now it's probably up to 65000 for... Isn't that crazy? Yes. Just because of everything going on everything in the economy that's and stuff? going on, so it's going to hurt us. It pays for you to send me to China to go pick up the, the wheelchairs. Right. Yeah, but you can't <laughs> unload them. <laughs> and that's the problem. You know, I never even thought about it, not that I know anything about that stuff, but, you know, regards to the ports, I mean, if it's sitting on the water, is it does it cost extra money? Are they charging surcharges because they're sitting in the water waiting? They they can charge $100 per day. Extra? So far, yes, they haven't yet. But so right so now, how many how many wheelchairs are sitting in Long Beach on the water? Two full containers, 600. 600. And how long have they been out there? Mm, about 10 days. Interesting. And they're going to call any minute. I told the A team, I said, get ready, because once they call me, and now I have a... Um, five days, and then it's $100 a day after that at the port. Even if they unload them, mm-hmm. I got five days free. Got it. And then I got well, one five hour. five days free just to go pick it up. Yep. And then I got uh, one hour to unload all the wheelchairs. One hour. And then. Uh, it's like a stop clock? Almost. Yeah. And then it's $100 every hour after that. How many people does it take to unload it? We have the 18, we, we have about 10, eight, uh, eight to 10. Nine or, yeah, eight to 10. Do you drive down from Vegas like in a little bus? No, they come up and deliver in, in the container. Then we took them to Rick Harris' um, warehouse. No, I'm saying in order to get them off, the eight or ten people that you need to take them off, who are those people? A-team. From the Rotary Club. The Rotary so the Rotary Club goes down to Long Beach? No. no. To they, the warehouse. They bring them up Oh, they bring it all the way up here. Okay. Drop them off at our location. Okay. And then the A-team's waiting for them. Okay. I like and it. we have an hour when that one hour backs up into the warehouse. We have so an hour to unload. It, it takes every minute. Got it. And you have a warehouse. We have them scattered around. Rick's helping us in his warehouse. Okay. The Lions Club. I got to say something with the Lions Club too. I'm a member of the Lions and the Rotary. Mm-hmm. The Lions store my wheelchairs for me statewide. I have 200 and sitting in Reno. Well, 100 now. Okay. Brock, Brock and I went up there, and uh, so the Lions, the service club, is helping us um, by warehousing. The rotary is more hands-on muscles and getting them out. So I use all the 
Even Kiwanis, I've used them before. Kiwanis too, yeah. So just to recap, um, John and Barack, so I just want to recap in general because we have sure. a new working relationship. Yeah. You know, I was actually a police officer in Henderson for uh, 13 years. I was NYPD officer in New York City for about four years. Came out here, actually, believe it or not, February. I came out in 2002, so I'm here 20 years come February, okay. February 19th. So I've always done community policing. I've always tried to help people. And as a retired police officer, I always want to come, you know, basically give back and help out. And that's why I kind of started this podcast uh, last February, you know, last February, actually. So it's been about about a year now. We've yep. done a weekly show, and I always bring different, you know, nonprofits, like American Cancer Society, different sure. people. And it's growing in general. You know, we've got up to about 12,000 views, and we wow. share it, and we can use this as a tool to get people more involved. And you can share this um, this particular podcast to different people if they want to donate. Beautiful. I was thinking I would want to ask Leticia as well, because she's very creative, that we need to think by the end of the of the podcast of some creative concept. Now, it is expensive. I mean, you know, forty-two to sixty-five thousand dollars. You need ten thousand more. You know, I know that the legal community, especially people that do personal injury and accidents, yes. they always want to give back something related, you know, in general, so people get exactly. injured. But I like to come up with some type of challenge, kind of a wheelchair challenge, to the legal community or even the medical community, the doctors. You know, there's a big network in town to see that if we can get those ten thousand wheelchairs um, to get something going on. So maybe we can think of something that's creative as a challenge. And we can use this podcast, and then we can bring them back on. Oh, that would be awesome. But you accept regular donations, right? Yes. Um, mm -hmm. So there's not like, would you say one wheelchair is? About $150. Okay. So if someone wanted to, okay, so $150 is like the value of a wheelchair. wheelchair. Well, let me correct that. It's, that's our local Nevada cost, because okay. the American Wheelchair Foundation finances the other half. Is that correct? No, but yeah, $150 buys a wheelchair. And the wheelchair foundation matches that, so you buy two wheelchairs. Actually, this is the American National Wheelchair Foundation. Yeah, the so, wheelchair foundation. So if I pay one fifty, I'll get, get two. Two wheelchairs. Got it. Okay, so it's like a deal. Yep. To help you guys. So you mentioned there was another lawyer in town that basically tried to do some type of challenge. Who, who, what attorney was that? What did he do? Dallas Horton. Okay. What did he do? Dallas was—he's unbelievable. He saw me at a uh, at, at a mixer. And he comes up, I think I was wearing this shirt, and he goes, what do you guys do? I said, we give out free wheelchairs. He goes, tell me about it. Okay, he told me about it. I told him about it. And he says, come to my office on Monday. I'm going to give you a check of $1,000, just for a heck of it. I said, okay. So we went there. And then Dallas called me about three weeks ago and says, let's do a fundraiser. And I said, okay, let's do it. And I said, what do I got to do? He goes, nothing, John, nothing. I'm just going to call 25 of my good friends. They're going to come over and have some cheap pizza, Diet Coke, and uh, they're going to write checks for you. $9,300. Boom. D yep, boom. And, and Dallas does it from his heart, too. He, he worked hard. I mean, he called all his friends. Lawyers charge a lot per minute, right? He must have been on that phone a long time. So, you know, my hat's off to Dallas. Cool, cool. That's good. That's nice to hear. He's a good come, guy, too. Come join us and bring your checkbooks, right? That's what he says. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to do a fundraiser here, uh, this is Sticky Paws Studio. Uh, John Orlando and the team here uh, at Sticky Paws, basically, they, they always want to give back and do community outreach. And we normally have some events that we call Studio C over here. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do something, there wouldn't be a cost. We could provide, you know, drinks. And I have no problem, you know, uh, donating, sponsoring food. And if you want to do a little bit of a mixer, well, we could set something up in general. The back room that's being used right now, um, but we could set that up. And we actually just had like a holiday, like an ugly sweater holiday oh. party. Well, that's about that's seventy-five people. We also work with Social Register Network. I'm not sure if you know them, uh, Dan Merrill and Mary Grace. They run a network of like business people in general, and they normally like to help out and 
uh, get involved in community stuff. So we can work together on making something happen, wow. you know? You know, what we could do, too, <clears throat> is I could bring 100 wheelchairs. It's not going to cost anybody anything. We'll put them back there. We'll advertise. If you need a wheelchair, can't afford one, they can qualify by just calling us. I mean, to qualify for a wheelchair is very simple. Okay. You've got to live in Nevada. Mm-hmm. It's got not for temporary use. I mean, you have to use it almost Permanent. 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. And you just can't afford one. That's it. Yeah, we get burned. People lie, of course. You know, that's going to happen. That's part of the game. That's okay. We don't ask them how much they make or anything. I can bring them back. And we can promote it for a month or two months. And then they can come right to the studio in back. Okay. And then when you see the tears in, in this gentleman delivers so many wheelchairs. He can tell you right now. His stories will make you tear up right now. You'll see that. I can do that. I can donate. I like that. So quick question for you. What is the, um, what's the qualification? Basically, that they can't afford a wheelchair. They can't afford one. I live in the state of Nevada and for not temporary use. I used to say permanent use. Mm-hmm. That's kind of strong. So I say 80%. You know, if you need 80% of the time, that's permanent. In other words, you can't have a broken leg and need it for six weeks. Yeah. You know. Because I can't take them back. Once I give it to you, I can't take it back. You know, it's interesting. I was over at Walmart at Charleston and Decatur, and uh, I think I was going to the bathroom with the kids, and I saw someone with a wheelchair, and I looked, and it, it you know, it actually said, I think it was Richard Harris, right? It's Richard Harris yeah, from in the, the back. back, like as a sponsor. But it was funny that I just happened to see it. Um, I knew I think the event was taking place, but something was different with the chair. Maybe because it looked a little bit, because the, these have red, right? They're it's all red. red. Ferrari red. There's a story for that, too. <laughs> so I, I think that's why I saw it, because it was red, and I, I think I did see the logo of Rich Harris and then the logo of you guys of Nevada Wheelchair Foundation. All right, so quick question. I want to hear some stories, but tell us why it's red. Why is the Ferrari red? Is Ferrari making this or what? Well, uh, Ken Barron, that started the Wheelchair Foundation back in 2000, he's a active car enthusiast, collector, Ferraris, and Ferraris are red, and um, his favorite color is red, and they're, most wheelchairs are black if you see them, maybe some blue, so mm-hmm. we wanted something that stands out that you can see it going down the road, and uh, so we took the red, and we had 1.3 million red wheelchairs now. You know, what I like about the red is that I think that if you're using it, I think people see it more than just black, yeah, you know, um, exactly. whether people like the red or not. I mean, I think well, it's... Well, some don't. Some said, do you expect me to be in this red wheelchair? What do you say to that? You can I paint said, the black. I'll, no, it's what I say. I'll say, I'll go get a black one for you. I take it and go, and they never hear from me again. <laughs> I think it's good for safety-wise, oh, yeah. especially if you're in the street or something. I mean, not that I want people yeah. in the street, but... I think it's good because it kind of you see it, it's visible, you know. It is. I think sometimes the black. You know, the handles come off, the leg, the leg rests come off. It folds up really easy. It's really a nice, durable, it's a beautiful chair. chair. Yes. So I tell us, um, tell us some stories of, um, tell us some success stories of uh, that at least that some of the um, listeners and viewers can get like emotional, like, you know what, I really want to donate money to them. This is an amazing story. I'd love to. Um, one, and I was thinking about this on the way over here today, uh, a year ago tomorrow afternoon, it was Christmas Eve afternoon, um, it was about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I delivered a chair up north Las Vegas, up on Las Vegas Boulevard North to one of those uh, mobile home parks. And I think you know the kind of mobile home park I'm talking about. And I pulled into that no mobile home park, and there, at one time, years ago, had been some pavement in between the mobile homes. Well, that had totally deteriorated. 
every mobile home in there was in desperate wear, er, need of repair. They were, they were in shambles. And I pulled up to the one that uh, I had been given the address to, and the son of the lady who needed the wheelchair met me at the door, and he had helped his mother get, because she lived basically in her bed or on the sofa. That was her total mobility. And I rolled this wheelchair. I usually assemble the wheelchairs, you know, outside the home and then bring it in. And she lit up and the tears were just, they just brought you so much happiness to see. And I said, this was Christmas Eve and there was not one colored light, not one wreath. I mean, the, the desolation and that sad home but that brought her and she said i love red and she just was so excited about this red wheelchair that she got you know that was gonna and it was brand new and she says you're like santa claus mm -hmm. and you know how old was the person she had to have been in it's sad the the number of them that i see in their mid-60s okay and we're delivering chairs to people who cannot get around. I mean, even in a, in a manufactured home, it's going to be very difficult depending upon the size, right? But did, you go, you, her, did you go inside, did you see? And she had, yeah, well, I was inside. And yeah. like I say, there was not one, there was not even one little Christmas tree or a wreath or anything of any, you know, symbolism for the, the joy of the season. Mm -hmm. And this just brought her more happiness. Um, speaking of the mobility, I remember another one that we did when we had the um, distribution event over on is Owens, where your yes. the medical office Owens was. Street, yes. Mm -hmm. One Saturday, we delivered. We had people scheduled eight o'clock, eight thirty, nine, nine thirty, and I remember a family walking in from the parking lot, and it was three generations. Uh, leading the group was mom, and she was the middle generation. And following her was her son, who was in his early 20s, strapping, nice young man. And right behind him was Grandma, with her hand on his shoulder. She was blind and barely shuffling along. And we got them inside, and we got her a small wheelchair. She was a small little, little old lady. We got her a wheelchair, and she just lit up. And I never forget mom saying to us, she can now go places. She yeah. can, we don't have to leave her alone at home. Yeah. She can go places with us like a family. And we just changed that family's life dramatically. Yeah, it's and, a huge, huge mm. thing. You know, do you, I feel like a lot of people just don't know. This is the reason why I kind of want to do the Problem Solver podcast is a lot of people don't know, like, who to call. So, like, I'm not sure. Do you even know? Do you, are you familiar with 211 United Way? Yes. Are you yes. part of that? Like, if I call right now and say I'm I need a wheelchair. Yes, they are more part of that. Okay, good. Most people are not. Like, even if they're, I'm not sure, the Rotary Club, like, anyone that's doing anything with nonprofit, they should be part of 211. Most people don't even know what that is. Yeah. And basically, it's just social services, referrals, you know, uh, services. They refer you to whether you need a place to stay, a wheelchair. Um, I mean, just people don't even know about it. I mean, it's a, it's a big deal it's because big people deal. just don't know where to 
go to, you know, when they need resources. Now, Paul's an excellent man. He's, he runs it down here. And, and uh, we probably get one or two wheelchairs a month from 211. Kind of a one-stop shop for, well, for anything, any, those kinds any, of needs. Any need. Back in the day as a community policing officer in Henderson, or most police officers would have like a little bit of a card, like a, like a neighborhood card, and they would okay. give it out to people. But it was always changing, you know, whether it was like Hope Link, it was in Henderson or different programs. So what happens is, you know, eventually when 201 came out, yeah. originally, like you couldn't call it from a cell phone. You could only call from a landline. I remember giving it to an officer once. He's like, what do you call my, what are you giving me? What number doesn't even work? Like, what are you referring me to? Yeah. And then I, I, I called the number and said, it works. And I found out later you couldn't call on a cell phone. Cop thought I was crazy, didn't know what I was talking about, you know? <laughs> so I said, no, it works. I just called. But then later on, it, you know, you were allowed to call from a cell phone. But now I just think that people just still don't know about it. It's been around. It's got to be at least 15 years. But like even that person, right? If they would have known about 211, said, look, I need a wheelchair. I have no money. They would have referred. How'd they find out about you? Do you remember that person? That was when well, we, we went on the uh, 80%, I would say, 75 to 80% are Hispanic. So we go on Telemundo a lot. Okay. Univision. I like that. Um, the newspapers. And uh, so I would say most, and that's why we have, have Rock. He's fluent in Spanish. That's awesome. And uh, he represents. Como estas? Muy bien, gracias. Leticia is my Spanish voice. Yeah, actually, he speaks fluently Spanish. And I think he speaks Spanish better than I do. <laughs> and I was listening to his stories earlier about um, what, what he has done for the community and whatnot. So it's a good thing that you told me that you did um, some stuff on the radio with Univision and also with the newspapers. So like for those, is there other links or networks that you guys utilize that could help also the people? You know, it's tough. Uh, it's when we first started that uh, Channel 13 with Trisha King, um, Channel 3, uh, Marie Montera. Channel 8, I had, uh, she's retired now. Anyway, they would almost call me and follow me for, for a year. And now I call Trisha and I call Maria. There's so much going on in the world that they don't have time to do what they used to do. That's what she just tells me. I, and uh, so awareness is about half what it used to be. Being on this show is, is a privilege. It's going to get the word out. Um, you know, when we do get on Channel 8 or 5, like we were last week, you know, we got 35 seconds, 40 seconds. We hope they see it. Don't blink. You know? Um, awareness is our biggest thing. We can have a million wheelchairs. What good is it if nobody knows them? Well, yeah. Dave and I will definitely make sure that the word will get out in all, all our social media and also through our friends and whatnot. And what Dave actually stated earlier about the whole maybe doing a challenge with our community, I think that's a, it's a good start. That you would know? be fun, too. And, uh, you know, Henderson Police, I think it was 2004. When was you an officer? Back I started in 2002. Okay. I went to the police chief in about 2004, and I said, can you guys help me? I can't even remember his name. Was it Chief Mayberry? No. Or, was it female, Judah Chambers? No, it was a male film. God, I can't remember. Anyway, I said, I want you guys to help me. And he goes, how can I help you? And I says, just get the word out that I had the wheelchairs. And, uh, and he goes, you know, and distribute them. And he goes, our budget, our officers don't have time to go deliver wheelchairs and stuff. And he goes, why would you think that would be possible, John? And I said, well... Most of the time, if officer pulls up in front of a house, it's not good. I mean, it's not good. And uh, I said, now they can pull up in front of the house, open the trunk, and pull out a brand-new wheelchair. 
That's really community. And then two days later, when the community officers called me, for a while they distributed my wheelchairs. They didn't do a lot, but they warehoused a lot of my wheelchairs for Henderson. So that's my goal is to have the police officers. I think it would be awesome to have them deliver. But they're, yeah, you know, they're tight. Their okay. budgets are I mean, tight. I mean, when you say budgets in regards, I mean, the community policing officers, which they have these uh, community policing in Vegas and different places, they call different things. Yeah. Uh, in Henderson's community relations officer in general. But they have some time to do. But the biggest thing is that is really getting the word out, right? They may just say call 211, right? Or having officers being aware that there is a service. So if they're in someone's home, that would which you think about who's in more homes than anybody else is a police officer. Exactly. They see something that's not, you know, mobile that needs um, a wheelchair. Like, you know, they're always talking and communicating with people. Say, hey, call 211, right? And then they would, they would get to you. Because most officers are not going to remember, you know, your specific number exactly. or the name. Yeah. So all they have to know is, like, hey, if someone needs a wheelchair, then it's 211. So I think that's really, really important. I think that, uh, I think it's just like maybe an email to, and I can set you up with that email to the different like police community policing. And awesome. then you say, please let all the officers know, tell them to call 211 if they need a chair. We'll bring them, we, we will distribute the, the wheelchair to help people. And then I think Hope Link is really big in Henderson specifically, and I think Catholic charities you deal with probably or some other places. I mean, I think that you know any nonprofit like you deal with all these places, just getting the word out. Have you, when's the last time you did like a news release? Uh, Long time ago? Well, for Rick Harris, for October 1st. Okay. And um, I have, you know, I send them in, and uh, we don't get much business. So I work with some public relations people, so we could work on that stuff. Leticia's great in the Spanish community. Maybe she could help. That's my, that's Definitely the big. Yeah. Another outlet, too, um, <coughs> within the hospitality industry, I've, um, once I, when I used to work in the hospitality industry, we did a lot of nonprofit Mm -hmm. And they're like MGM Resorts is like one of the best do places do. that yeah. um, does a lot of nonprofit. We did the Boys Foundation and we worked with a tons of um, different organizations. Also, like with Caesars, I believe they also do stuff. Yeah. So I think that, that, they that would do be small an outlet grants. too. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah. You know, they get, you know, they do a lot of volunteerism too. So, yes. like, if you need people that, you know, that want to do volunteerism, like, we just have to get in contact with those people there. Yes. I want to do a, a golf tournament. I know there's a lot out there, but I do have a couple of people that they said they might want to sponsor. That's when you can make your money, you know, because, you know, the golf course got to make their 80 bucks and then you charge 150 and then you got, next thing you know, you're only making 25 bucks per player. If we can find some sponsors, maybe Mr. Harris, maybe Dallas Horton, maybe anybody out there, a bank, mm -hmm. if they can sponsor it, now we get 80% of the money, we'll make 20,000 bucks. And we're using some of the money for awareness. The money that we got from Dallas, it's mainly gonna go for awareness. We don't know how to use it yet, but we wanna make sure it's earmarked for something maybe in the Hispanic community. If I can get on the TV up there, I guarantee you we'll probably do 50 to 80 wheelchairs. If we get on Univision or Telemundo, live, if we get on live, and uh, it'll, it'll work. Yes, I agree with that. And I also think that we should also get in contact with some of our politicians as well that could help with this um, yeah. very, this I've is a very good cause. I've been good luck. I mean. Well, well, we're gonna, let, we'll, me, let me reach out to some people. <laughs> like, we're going to work on it together people. in regards to that. Yes. So, look, I work with several different public relations people and some firms. So we can make something happen. I think the key is with this video, that it, first of all, with this video, and we're going to talk about where to call to donate and so sure. on. Yeah. What we can do with this is basically we're going to share it with the different groups, right? 
And then maybe what we'll do is before the end, I'll have you, whether you want to speak in Spanish to one of the cameras yeah, about people that want to donate or what the services are. We'll have you look at one of the cameras. We can clip that and we can put that out into the Spanish community. Awesome. And then the second thing what we'll do is, like I said, I'll work with the public relations people. You know, to me personally, the best thing is, at least for Sticky Paws, because they're very big into community outreach, we can definitely do an event here that's not going to cost you any money. So I can do drinks and food, not a problem. So you just set up a date that you think is going to be good, maybe for two hours, three hours, and you say drinks and food, mix and mingle, you know, um, fundraiser event. You could have a box and people could bring in checks. You okay. can talk a little bit. Awesome. So I, I want to offer this place, you know, to you guys. Let's figure out a date to make it happen. Thank you. And then um, we can market it in different ways, you know, and um, I definitely think we can get you some more support. Did you go on TV when you did this event with Richard Harris? Did you get on any TV prior or no? Because uh, I could probably make that happen for the next event. I don't think I had TV at that event. So let's do that for the next event in general, and then, and then we can have some Spanish reporters. Um, I'm not sure if you know Carlos Mendoza, who with Living Local. He's a good supporter um, who's on Living Local on, on Channel 3 and stuff like that. So I'm sure we can get it out. I mean, you know, sometimes it's who you know, right? So we're going to make the That's example. all it is, yeah. That's the bottom line. And then Leticia's great in the Spanish community, so she can help out as well with that specifically. Um, what was my question for you? So we talked about some good stories in general, how you're helping people. So here's a good question for you. So have you, you go into the Spanish communities. You, I mean, people, people probably shocked that you speak Spanish. I mean, everyone <laughs> speaks Spanish. Are they surprised when you go there speaking fluent Spanish? And where did you learn Spanish? Were you on a mission or something? Or? Thanks. No, thanks for asking. Uh, my dad was a sugarcane farmer, and so I grew up in Puerto Rico. I mean, so I was talking Spanish right along at the same time I was talking English. Awesome. And then we moved from there to my dad took over a larger plantation in Mexico in Sinaloa. And so I was there until after I graduated from college. My parents were still there. And um, so that's that's my Spanish background. <laughs> yeah, and I walk in and I open my mouth and people look at me like, you know, where, where'd that come from? <laughs> and his dialect is so fast, too. I mean, you're faster than uh, most of them. I but, and, and so that? fluently, I, thought, I was like, yeah. maybe he's from Argentina. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, I always think it's great when you don't look that like you speak Spanish and you're like in the Spanish community they're talking about you and you like they believe you're a real gringo. You know, you're like, what? Yeah. what? And they're like, this guy's crazy. It's no, in Spanish. We, we can talk about him and you won't know. And yeah, thanks. <laughs> no, I think it's amazing, especially um, how many volunteers are there that go out? Is it normally you guys specifically? We have the um, Rotary. So the we, Rotary Club will help out with distribute with the with almost every Rotary does distribution. And help unloading trucks and stuff. The uh, the Lions Club does the warehousing for us, and that's big. Okay, that's a thousand dollars a month they give us. You know, if I put all their money together, they probably do three thousand dollars a month. They saved me, and uh, um, and I also have volunteers out there. We have a couple Hispanic volunteers that okay. we can't get a hold of. Brock, we call them. We might have statewide thirty volunteers, and we have two employees. That's it. We're looking for an office. Um, we don't have no overhead, so money goes directly into the wheelchair fund. What would you do with the office if you had an office? We have an office. It's, it's so hard to work out of home when you got a little puppy, a nice pool, okay. hot coffee. You know how that is? No mm -hmm. discipline. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, I just put out the word two weeks ago. We're looking for an office. We live off, in, off of Tropicana and 215 Flamingo. And uh, we, Would you... If you had an office space for you, would you go downtown, though? Or is that really like another world to go downtown Vegas? No, we, we can go down. Um, how, many, how many hours would you use the office for? Probably four hours a day. And could, who would go in every day? 
Me or Ivy Yuniski, my girlfriend and uh, manager. And what would be the normal task? That, that what's, how do you... Phone, there are phone calls. Just phone calls and phone calls, paperwork, something okay. that we can concentrate at home. It's hard to concentrate. Okay. So we, you know, we can zero in and just, and we can plan fundraisers and, okay. and actually have people. Right now, we have recipients coming to my house. And we probably have 10 to 15 a week come into the house they don't go inside but they go to the garage sometimes it's not good if i have a location let's just say you guys i can put 10 wheelchairs here i can use you as a distributor. so you also point. need it for meeting space as well i meeting space so yeah. one thing that i may wind up doing because i do have space on fourth street as for the problems of we do have some space downtown it, you know i don't know about the whole wheelchair space i mean how many well, you would that's have that's not important the mainly one is the office space right. the only problem i find with downtown is the parking is a little bit of a concern. Yes. Um, but I do have some space downtown that I was thinking of working with some nonprofits to basically use. It's not a huge office in general, but maybe it's maybe I could show it to you and, well, and it wouldn't cost you any money to use. So I, I, I think it. that would be good. Thank you. So man. we'll we'll meet up. Real quickly, I just wanted to read so I got your brochure here, Nevada Chapter Wheelchair, yeah. circling the state with friendship, um, hope and mobility, giving a gift of mobility. I'm just gonna read real quickly just a mission statement. The Nevada Wheelchair Foundation is leading an effort to deliver a wheelchair to every man women and child that need a manual wheelchair for permanent use but may not have the resources to acquire one we offer help for those individuals a wheelchair offers freedom self-reliance mobility and hope which is amazing and then here it talks about the foundation a little bit more information here for only 150 dollars a new wheelchair will be purchased delivered to someone in need the nevada wheelchair foundation will match a donation of 150 dollars so we'll be really sponsoring two wheelchairs tax deductible contribution can uh, change a life by delivering hope for details. So the main number to call you, which we're going to put up on the screen, um, it, what's the what's the best number? Do we have That's a, seven, Well, 702-900-3362 is probably the best one. And we also have a, a second phone number is uh, 702-832-6519. We might be going to that number more permanent because the, uh, the other number is a Google number. So if something ever happened, I'm out of luck, so okay. we're gradually huh. going to change it. Okay. And then chairs are distributed by a local service club, senior centers, and volunteers by appointment only. All manual wheelchairs are brand new in a box. Ferrari Red and come in three sizes. Nevada resident need a manual wheelchair for permanent use but cannot afford one. Please call that number. Again, 900-3362. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I did see the truck as well, and I saw you got some pictures of some people that are using the truck in general, so that's amazing. Um, okay, great. So... The bottom line is, we, we, is anything else that you want to share? Or Leticia, if you have any questions. Anything else? I mean, we got the story in regards to what your nonprofit doing. We're going to work on some fundraisers. I think for us, I think at this, at this point in time, I just think that the challenge really is for any attorney um, or doctor that's in the community, if they want to donate, um, a little bit of challenge of who can, who can do, donate the most, yes. you know, in general. Awesome. Um, and then the goal is to get to another 10000 And let's see whether a doctor or a lawyer or a chiropractor to see how many and then maybe we will, when we do the event, we can acknowledge them here with exactly. a certificate and a little bit of a trophy or something like that for helping out in the community. Again, it's it's a tax write-off, so there's no reason if you want to be involved in you know anything for community outreach and helping people, especially people in the legal community and medical that are involved in helping people that are injured or accidents. Exactly. So let's do that. For anyone legal and medical, the challenge basically is to see how many you could donate, and we will come up with some 
recognition for those people in general. So we'll get that out there. Maybe we can come up with something different as well. For the next event over at the Richard Harris Law Firm, let us know so we can help promote it to get people there. I know that we can get Leticia on the news as well. Um, Carlos Mendoza, who's um, Channel 3 with Living Local, I'm sure he would basically do something. Maybe he would interview Leticia and yourself. You know, Actually, you'd be great, Brock, because yeah. in Spanish, having the Spanish love, version. Love to do it. You know, another area is I have uh, a couple of friends who are physical therapists. And you'd be surprised how often they come across an individual. I had one, oh, it's been about a year ago, a young man got shot uh, by an intruder. And he had no insurance. He was from out of state. Had no wherewithal. He was 20, early 20s. Had no wherewithal. And he was able to, uh, and he was permanently disabled. And uh, so physical therapist. And I also have it published in, uh, at, in my church bulletin. And um, not necessarily it's someone from my church, but they may know someone who could, could use a wheelchair. So there's a number of different way, places. That's good that you said it, it was a 20-year-old. So definitely it's not just for senior citizens, but it's also for anybody that yeah. needs it. Yeah, right? We don't it's have many kid wheelchair sizes because there's so many great foundations out there that help kids. And, uh, and I, when we ended the Wheelchair Foundation in 2006, I had maybe 800 to 1,000 small wheelchairs. I couldn't give them away. So now we, we have... 16 inch that fits people about 100 pounds 140 pounds and uh, so we don't concentrate on the kids right now because this well this shipment coming in that's floating out in long beach right now i don't know if brock knows this i got two more big sizes coming in now 22 and 24 inch we never had them before so we're going to help people a little bit heavier that's fantastic so long story short, we got everything covered in regards to that. I'm thinking that um, if there's anything else that you want to share, if not, I was thinking about maybe, I think Camera 5, um, Chase, if he wanted to do like speak Spanish a little bit to the Spanish public that we can get this out there, maybe clip it in the future. Is Camera 5 okay? That's good, okay. So here's a question for you. If you want to say something in Spanish, like if you want to just say Nevada chapter wheelchair, what you guys do, number like a little bit of a commercial, Okay. And then whenever you want to stop, we'll clip it later. It's okay that the anyone that's listening in English, you know, it's fine. And we're going to clip it later. And then we could put it out. Leticia could put it out. And then what we could do is maybe after Chase, if you don't mind, Leticia could speak in Spanish. Saying, by the way, um, if she could put out her phone number or if you want to use whatever number you want to use, how that we're working together, um, the Problem Solver, Las Vegas Legal Network, and uh, the Nevada Wheelchair Foundation. And if they have any questions, they can call. So maybe we'll clip you and then... Uh, Leticia's camera could be, what is it, number two, I guess? And then we can clip her in Spanish for number two. We could put it together. So it's going to just be improv. Okay. We're going to make something happen. Fantastic. Chase, you don't speak any Spanish, right? Uh, Un poquito? Un poquito. <laughs> Un poquito palabras? More time. Okay, so we'll have no clue if you're saying something right or wrong. It doesn't make a difference. No. We're all human beings anyway. We all mess up. Leticia so, will know. Leticia will know. So anyway, so look at camera right. number five. Okay, gotcha. En nosotros somos el Nevada Wheelchair Foundation. Tenemos sillas con ruedas para personas que necesita, necesitan una silla y no pueden pagar. El seguro no paga. Ellos no tienen la feria para el dinero para pagar para una silla. Y nosotros los tenemos gratis. No te cuesta nada. Solamente tenés 
que hablar con nosotros y te lo, te lo llevamos a tu casa, te lo regalamos con, con gusto. Leticia. Perfecto. Leticia, number, número dos. <laughs> Aquí estoy con Nevada Wheelchair Foundation um, y aquí están regalando wheelchairs para la comunidad que no puede, ten, tienen los del dinero o la seguridad para estos wheelchairs y básicamente es un, algo muy grande aquí para la comunidad que mucha gente que necesita un wheelchair y no tiene la, la conveniencia para eso. So, y si necesita algo como en ese estilo, nomás háblalos aquí en el número que va a estar en la pantalla más a rato, o al número 702-900-3362. Aquí estamos colaborando con el Wheelchair Foundation, con Las Vegas Legal Network. Muy bonito. Perfecto, mucho perfecto aquí. Um, that's awesome, great. So we'll clip that together and then we'll make something happen and uh, maybe make the phone ring in general. Do we, do we have time for another quick story? Yeah, please, please. Sure. Uh, Leticia talked about it's not just for older people. I delivered a wheelchair up in North Las Vegas, got there, and the head of the household was a young lady about 38. And this wheelchair was for her brother, who was a couple of years younger. Her brother had, and I didn't question how this happened, had been shot in the abdominal area several times and was paralyzed from the waist down and um, had no other family but his sister. So he was living with his sister. He had uh, no use of the lower part of his body and at the same time had no control of any of his bodily functions. And... Not only did she take care of her brother, who now obviously cannot work, but she had her own son. I met the son who was, oh, probably 13 or 14 years old. And she was taking care of four nieces and nephews, all living under her roof. And she's taking care of this brother who was totally immobile. Yeah. And uh, talk about heartbreaking. And she... Obviously, had she was stretched tight. Yeah. Um, another young man that I delivered one to, mom met me at the door. And her son, who was in his early 40s, had had seven strokes. Mm. Put the wheelchair together, and I took it in, and he was bedridden. And I went into this bedroom to give him his chair, and he's lying there, and he is confined to the bed until someone could get him out and put him in that wheelchair and I thought what hope does this poor man have early 40s and he's confined to bed now he can get into that wheelchair and he can move around the house which he could do before that so it's mostly older folks I can't tell you several times I had a, a man over on East Bonanza Latino gentleman, and he lived alone, and I got him this brand new wheelchair, and all he could say as tears were rolling down his cheeks, que Dios te bendiga, que Dios te bendiga, may God bless you. Mm. You know, it's such a sad situation because we're, we're, we're lucky that we don't need a wheelchair here in the room, 
you know, for one of us. And the truth is, could you imagine, you know, being in need of a wheelchair that you need to, to survive and to live? It's a very sad situation. We take it for granted just getting up in the morning and walking. Yeah. So, um, you know, God bless for all the work that you guys are doing. I'm really glad that I got you guys on the show. Well, thank you for having us. And like I said, Richard Harris mentioned to me a while ago when he was doing this that I think that he wanted me, you know, to get you know, to help out a little bit in regards to it since I like doing community outreach stuff and I like being part of all these different nonprofits, helping people because when people call me, I know where to go. I send exactly. them to different places. I mean, it's not if you know where to go, you're helping a lot of people, right? Exactly. Or if you just know about two on one, that'd be helpful too. So long story short, I'm I'm really excited to kind of be part of you guys now and help out. I want to actually join the Notary Club since I'm going to have steak, you know, uh, lunch. And I'm definitely going to be there. Letitia's going to come Thursday. Well, you can be our guest. Yeah, please. (laughs) Thursday's a perfect day. Thursday's kind of like my problem solver day where we go on the show. So Thursday's at 12 works works out well. Um, you know, on Wednesdays I normally go out to Perum because I deal with uh, Perum Spine and Wellness. Do you ever go out to Perum for wheelchairs? Does that well, ever come I go up? out there. I, would, I just got back from the wheelchair. I give wheelchairs to the Perump Senior Center. Okay. The uh, the Rotary Club in Perum. Okay. What they do, they build ramps. That's their thing. They build ramps for people that need ramps to get the wheelchairs into the house. Only in Pahrump? Only in Pahrump. They won't go outside of Pahrump. We're going to have to steal that ramp and bring it to Vegas. Exactly. <laughs> we need to you know, work on that in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's one thing that we do need is I'm looking for a spokesperson. I am talking to the Las Vegas Go Knights right now. And uh, not for a money sponsor. What they're going to do, they're going to do awareness with me. They're going to come up and say, you know, all the fans, if you need a wheelchair, if you know somebody that needs a wheelchair, the Go Knights is supporting the Nevada Wheelchair Foundation. So if you need a wheelchair, they're going to go out and do a press thing for us. It, a lot of people follow the Knights. So that should help. They're not financially helping, but they are helping on awareness. And uh, I'm looking for a spokesperson. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a football player. It could be anybody. Um, so anybody in town, if you have any anybody that might be a spokesperson, because that means a lot, you know. If, uh, yeah, absolutely. So we, we'll talk to some people, and we will see if we can find someone you know, that is like more of a celebrity, local celebrity that can help influence to that, help you guys. That's huge. Whether it's fundraising or whether to let awareness. Awareness as much as money okay. right now. So okay. if I can get their name and they can help me promote it, that would be awesome. And just to recap, John and Brock, um, the goal of the Problem Solver is to help people and to bring other problem solvers on the show like yourself. You guys are all solving yes. problems. Happens to be whether it's mobility and the wheelchair and helping people, community outreach in general. So my goal is that if you guys have anyone that needs any help and you don't know where to turn, I do have a lot of resources, though. I do work with a lot of attorneys and doctors in general that are willing to help in different ways so whenever you have a problem or someone gets injured or accident or whatever the problem may be i mean i I answer all kinds of questions every single day i literally am 24 7 i'm up all the time i got three little babies so i'm always checking the the breathing and the temperature the coughing and sniffling so i'm always up so people can text and call me at any time if there's any type of problem and whether it's getting people jobs or employment or you know referring them to the right place that's my main goal is the problem solver so Again, keep me as a resource. We will continue our relationship and working together. And I'm so glad that Richard Harris Law Firm is a major supporter in helping, you know, especially with 300 wheelchairs. Even though the new wheelchairs are getting some sun tanning, some sunbathing in Long Beach <laughs> as they're waiting to come here to Las Vegas. Oh, so, I mean, I hope, I hope the prayers of, of getting these a little bit quicker. 
and then we'll have you back. We'll do a little bit of a fundraiser here, and we'll go from there. Well, that'd be fun. So I appreciate you guys. I think thanks, John, for coming on the show. Well, I appreciate you. Brock. I appreciate a little bit of Spanish, Leticia as well, helping out. I think that when we make the clip together, it'll be really great. Maybe we could showcase the website. Um, I, you know, I forgot to ask you. There's a website in there, yeah. right? NevadaWheelchairFoundation.org. Okay. So we'll clip something together um, for awareness, and then we'll get that out there, and I'll I'll boost it as well to get it out to more people and wow. ask people if they want a wheelchair need. That's great. If not, if they want help with fundraising, that's great too. So again, I really appreciate your time. We Thank appreciate you, so you having us on. This has been a, a real pleasure and, yes. and real enjoyable. Awesome. So again, Thank I'm you. David Kohlmeyer, um, the problem solver. Every single week, bringing great people on the show. Um, every Thursday at 4.30, we're going live. And if you want to listen, and whether it's audio or the video, or you want to listen to this later, please stay tuned and listen to this great information. Again, Nevada Wheelchair Foundation is helping a lot of people locally in Clark County, even in Pahrump and Nye County. So the whole state is where they're really helping. As myself, as the problem solver, as a retired police officer of 17 years, my goal is to help people in many different ways, whether they're looking for a job or if they're homeless, you know, they need a place to stay. There's so many different programs out that people just don't know about. So uh, anyone can call me or text me 24-7. I can be reached at 702-400-7474. Again, 702-400-7474. There also is a Problem Solver progressive web app, which is called theproblemsolver.vegas. On the app, you can click a few buttons, put your name and information, whether you need a wheelchair. On the app as well will be information you can fill out. And then there will be an email that will be sent to the Nevada Wheelchair Foundation and myself if someone needs a wheelchair, or even if you want to refer somebody that may need a wheelchair, you can go to theproblemsolver.vegas and fill out that information. It should be live in a day or two as well. So again, um, anyone that needs any type of help as a retired cop, I'm, I'm probably the only retired cop out there in the United States of America that puts myself out there 24-7 to help people. Um, so again, please call me, 702-400-7474. Please be safe this week, especially with New Year's coming up. Have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and we'll see you next week.